bad movies, bad life advice, and even worse life decisions. We cover it all here on the Life with Kenny podcast. I'm your host, Kenny. Grab a beer, sit back, and relax for this week's episode, because things are about to get weird. What's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Jimmy was off the hook. I know you really don't listen to Slipknot. Treasure and hope. You are listening to a Life with Kenny podcast. Not quite my tempo. It's all good. No worries. Here we go. Life's a garden. Dig it. We're here back this week, Life with no, Kenny no, podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm here with Patrick. <laughs> no. You don't. Why did you start it like that? You'll see. Kyle, that's outrageous. That's, that's the new slogan. What is it again? Life's, Life's a, garden. a garden. Dig it. Dig it. It's something to do with this fucking movie, isn't it? <laughs> so if you don't know what uh. we're what we're referencing this week, uh, we were supposed to watch Dog Soldiers, but um, I couldn't find it anywhere. Nah, me neither. And it's, uh, on, like, it's on American Amazon Prime, I think, but literally nowhere else. And it's probably the o- like... it's probably the only movie in the bucket that you don't own. Uh, no, there's actually quite a few, but a lot of them I, I did find um, beforehand on Netflix and Amazon. The only reason I put that one in was because uh, Patrick had recommended it. So so good. Um, so we'll bef- get it eventually. Yeah. Before we do jump into this, I just want to say we, we actually do... I did find out we do have another listener other than Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah? And uh, that happens to be Kyle's wife. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and, go on, Tori. Uh, the reason well I in, fa- lad. The reason I found that out is because she... Uh, she commented on our Facebook page um, that she had five movies that she wanted us to throw in the bucket, and I, I can't pull it up because Instagram is having some sort of meltdown. But uh, one of the movies that she wanted us to watch is one that actually, it's, it's kind of funny because it was Kyle's pick before she even commented on it and knew that Kyle picked it, is this week's movie, uh, we're doing Joe Dirt. Joe Dirte. So for listener number two, uh, Kyle's wife, Tori. Uh, we're going to watch this one for you and also for Kyle because he wasted his veto on it. So This is literally one of my favorite movies. Of all time? Of all time. Because yeah, I'm, I'm relatively excited for it. I do hate it when both of you have seen the movie. Like, I love this movie because it is hilarious and it has really awesome cars in it. And I love cars. It has awesome cars in it. Yeah. Wow, See, you're just a manly man, huh? <laughs> Uh, I'm setting this one up uh, the same way we did Grind, where we both love this movie, Patrick. Yeah. I think you're going to enjoy it, but I don't want to hype it up as much as we did Grind. I think you're going to have some laughs. Grind was a good movie. Grind was better than American Shit Show. So, for me, (laughs) what makes a movie really good is is, uh, there's three parts to it. So... uh, the like the comedic performances because mm-hmm. I like comedies mostly, um, the campiness, and the soundtrack. So if you can get all three of those in a movie, it's going to be one of my favorite movies. If you get two of them, it's going to be up there. So like horror movies that have a good soundtrack and are super campy, I like it. Horror movies that are super funny, super campy, I like it. But if you have a horror movie that just has a good soundtrack, it's going to sit about. American Psycho level, where it's like just kind of there. Yeah, I get it's a that. pass, maybe, but there's not much I, redeemable. I, I would like to maybe give American Psycho one further point <laughs> because I did add a, a, a banging song to my playlist. Huey Lewis, my dude. Yeah, man, they are just <laughs> just um, marvelous. <clears throat> you, you can't listen to them and not think, yeah, man, this is all right, everything's fine. Right. And then the crippling depression hits again as soon as the song finishes. <laughs> Uh, my point with with uh, <laughs> add breeze over that. <laughs> I, I don't like talking about crippling depression. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that shit comes back to me in a heavy, heavy level. Mm. But um, the reason I brought up those three points is because uh, much like grind, uh, Joe Dirt also has those for me as well. Which is another reason why I think me and Kyle both enjoy this movie as much as we do because I think we both follow those same three criteria for um, the most part. For me, yes, uh, the comedy number one. Um, number two, if it has awesome cars in it, which this one does check off. Right, that's that's a big boner for you. Because a favorite movie of yours for a while there was that Need for Speed one with fucking Jesse Pinkman from and Breaking it, and Bad. And it's not even that great of a movie. And I, I don't even like the, the main car in it. I just, <laughs> the main car. The main car, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was Vin Diesel the main car? <laughs> no, that's, that's a different... See, um, 
that's where our, our stuff would start to overlap because Fast and the Furious is also like one of those things where it's like got like the campiness for me. It's got yeah, some comedy it in just, it. Yeah. And ridiculous. it's got a good soundtrack usually. So after Tokyo Drift, I hated Fast and the Furious. So No, we went and saw Fast Five in theaters and we like both it. loved it. I remember both of us walked out and we were like, holy no, shit. It's, what uh, the what I don't like about Fast and the Furious, what they went into was making shit so over the top and so unrealistic. That's the best part. Yeah. No, man. it's fucking horrible. I, I went to. Count. I don't like. Okay, I don't like action movies. I'm. I am not an action movie guy. All the explosion shit like that. Right. Don't like it. I went to Calgary a couple of years ago, and a friend wanted us to go to a movie, and the movie he picked was uh, the Fast and the Furious. I think it was eight or seven. It was one of them. And I wasn't really sure because I stopped watching after five, but we, 10 minutes into the movie, Vin Diesel's in a hot rod that's engulfed in flames and he can't stop it because there's no <laughs> brakes and he kicks the door open and he like rides on the door and then he like launches off the side and he dives out just before the car explodes. And I was like, I think I'm back into these Fast and the Furious I gotta movies. say though, all the, all the newer Fast and the Furious they give some pretty awesome memes on the internet. Always <laughs> the faces that they make, you know. Yeah, man. I, I mean, but. like when you incorporate The Rock and Vin Diesel, and you can get Jason Statham in there. I mean, that's that's basically my Expendables right there. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly just testosterone, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> have you seen the Expendables? Um, I saw the first one, I think, but I didn't watch any of the other ones because they fucking they got really old between the first and second movie, didn't they? Yeah. Like the the posters for both movies, it's like fuck. How long is between? It these? looks like an Ed Hardy shirt <laughs> with Stallone on the front. Um, Kyle, Kyle probably doesn't like him because he doesn't really like action movies. I don't think I've watched watched either. Well, so, or or we all spoke at the same time and we all stopped talking. That I was, was just very well behaved. <laughs> is that something? Go ahead. Is that something you'd <laughs> be ahead. into watching uh, for the podcast potentially? Like, if we were to watch it, would you come watch it? You think? Yeah, like I don't, I don't mind watching them. It's just not something um, that I'll sit down and watch. If I'm gonna pick a movie to watch, it's gonna be a comedy because when I watch movies, it's to you know get away from real life and right. to mm -hmm. laugh about shit. You know. Um, when you were talking about your three criteria there, one other movie that like really comes to mind that has all those three things is like American Pie one and two, because the soundtrack yeah. in yeah. those movies yeah are those are also very good. The, the first American Pie was very yeah. good. See, I don't like movies that um, are comedies that take themselves too seriously. Like, well, sometimes I do. Like Hitch with Will Smith is one that I think I think takes itself too seriously as a comedy. But I did enjoy it. But if it meets all three criteria, it's pretty close to a ten for me. But if it's two out of three, it's yeah. about it's about a seven. Like it's. I think you you can tell when a comedy is good because there's some scenes where you can tell the actors have really struggled to get through it without dying. Right. You know, you you can see that. Sometimes you can see that they've changed a camera shot on purpose because one of the actors is just yeah. grinning. Right. And that's and you when you when you watch movies like like Joe Dirt, when you watch it, you can tell like the lead guy is having fun doing that character yeah, yeah. and fucking loves it and lives it. Like, you know? See, and it that's the the best part about comedies is when a character can really get into his character. Right. Like, We've watched a Chris Farley movie. Mm. Um, have you seen many David Spade movies? I've seen a couple, but have you seen any Danny Dyer movies? Who? Is that a <laughs> porn name? It's not, it's not, no. Danny there Dyer. There is a porn star called Danny D, <laughs> and his peen is fucking... It's a, it's a hammer. It's I a mean, ball peen holy hammer. holy shit, that thing's like a fucking leg of lamb. <laughs> oh, what? Um, isn't, isn't that a Lord of the Rings character? <laughs> Probably. He's an archer, right? Did you say a Legoland? Leg of lamb. Oh, right on. Leg of lamb. Yeah. <laughs> right on. But um, uh, Danny Dyer is basically like, he's full on British. Okay. Fucking that's that's fuck. probably why fuck. I haven't watched it because fully British um, movies are usually only seen with subtitles. But he did a movie about um, a stag do that they went on <laughs> and they, they go to this town. It's a bachelor party, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> lads, lads, lads. But it's, I can't remember what it's called for the life of me, but I will find it and we will watch it because that—that's probably like the equivalent of Dog Soldiers if we can find that. 
So it's, it's about this guy's going funny. to a stag. Yeah, but some shit goes down. Oh, the hangover. Really yeah, I've seen that. No, they um they go to this town and there's this radio frequency which basically turns all the women fucking psycho, <laughs> and they start like trying to kill them. And it's just these four geysers that, that trying me. to survive a weekend. There's a movie I saw that I, w- I want to try and watch sometime if you guys are in, into the idea of it. It's called Frankenhooker. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah? Say no more. It I'm sounds in. like a B-side movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so ready for that. I'm serving that shit up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that reminded me of it. Have you seen the movie called I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell? No. Have you seen it? Uh, I think. I think you, me, and Dad watched it. It's like a it's like a really raunchy comedy. Um, that's one that maybe we'll watch one day too. Maybe I'll throw that in the bucket. But I remember it being really funny. But that's, that's like another what that one reminded like me of Dread. There, it's guys going on like a bachelor party mm-hmm. after a breakup, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's like similar humor to American Pie, but it's excuse me, beer burps more R rated. Um, which that's another fucking check mark on my list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I, that's why I hate about things like the Expendables because they they made it was like a PG twelve I think something like that they made it PG thirteen. But there's is... like there's so much violence in it. If you don't if you have that much violence and shooting and action and you don't show any fucking gore. Well, that's that's the issue with movies really like Venom, me. right? Yeah. Where it it had potential to be a really good imagine movie. Imagine if they'd have shown him fucking tearing people apart. You'd have been sat there like, I think, yeah, man. I think it would have got way better ratings from uh, like it, users. It wasn't a kids' and, movie, really, was it? It was aimed at an it, older audience. All it was was it was like watching a monster pull his punches. Yeah. In the end, have you seen uh, Logan? Yeah, of course. So that that makes perfect sense to me because people that like X Men are now eighteen or older. But also, like Old Man Logan, when that came out, I lent Kyle the graphic novel for that, and it's it's what that movie was based on. I read three pages. The graphic novel is violent as fuck, man. Like there's there's a scene in it where a, a symbiote, a Venom symbiote, takes hold of a T Rex, and the T Rex goes around and eats people. Uh, in the in the comic book, the graphic novel. Uh, the Hulk is inbred, and he had children with uh, his cousin She-Hulk. So they're actual cousins in the in like the actual Marvel universe. So in the book, those two had kids together, and uh, I think after he finished mating with her, she like died because she couldn't like couldn't keep up with his libido, and their kids came back. And then there's some sort of thing where uh, he like he basically murdered his own children, or no, Logan killed Hulk's kids. And then Logan and Hulk, inbred Hulk, have a bunch of, like, fights and stuff. And Logan goes inside of the Hulk, and he, like, tears himself out from the inside. And you see the Hulk getting his intestines and shit ripped out by Logan. It's fucking rad. And it's, like, a Clint Eastwood-looking, like, Wolverine, too. Pretty sure I read a news story about that from Texas. From Texas? You mean Florida? (laughs) Yeah, probably Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. um, This is my cousin, brother. But yeah, so like stuff like that, it makes sense where the character goes that way. I don't know what this has to do with Joe Dirt, but let's let's talk about oh, Joe yeah. Dirt here again. Uh, so let me ask you a couple pre-show questions and talk a little bit about this movie quick. Mm. Uh, we're watching Joe Dirt. It came out in 2001. It's starring David Spade, Brittany Daniel, and Kid Rock. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there for well, Patrick to react to for a second. Kid Rock. Uh, so if Kid Rock's in it, you know it's going to be ball with the ball. Did he do a cover of um, Sweet Home Alabama, but changed the lyrics? They call me kid. And it was just like the worst fucking thing. But there was a It was with Sheryl Crow, right? Yeah, there was a bunch of kids running around and they thought the song was amazing. But they didn't know that there was a song called Sweet Home Alabama. It was very annoying. Yeah, I remember that song for a long time. Um, It was everywhere on music channels. Probably like three years there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, directed by Denny Gordon. So this kind of surprised me when I found out the director was a woman. It always like surprises me a little bit when like... Well, just because of the humor in this movie. I would There's love to recut parts though. <laughs> I would love to recut every time you say that. Just post it on the Facebook page and make yourself like the most <laughs> sexist guy on the planet. Yeah. Well, Surprised me that a woman directed this. Well, no, because well, like it's almost like American Psycho too. When you watch that, your first yeah, instinct that was fucking is weird, man. It's just like it's because for me, when I when I like picture a woman director, I picture like 
like um, like really well done dramas, things that are very thought provoking and, and thoughtful, which I think American Psycho is probably trying to be. But like a movie like this, like it it feels like Adam Sandler just shit in a bucket, shook it around and threw it out there. So it feels like a movie that's in like the Sandler universe. Yeah. I think it's a Happy Madison movie, actually. But, I think so, but um, it's uh, it's one of the better ones. It's weird because like I, movies I, like that, you don't expect women to like jump on board to do. Yeah. I guess a paycheck's a paycheck. I don't but, like many Adam Sandler movies, but I do like Big Daddy. And I think you're Hitler. you're gonna change your mind about that um, as we go on because we we're gonna watch a few. Any of the Waterboy, ones that he made after maybe. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Yeah, those are all garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Uh, I would say like two thousand. Seven. Anything eight. after amazing punch drunk. Uh, anything after click then punch drunk love and Spanglish eight crazy nights. Those were his first three where I was like out I of saw. it, and then after click it was just like gr- grown ups. I think is okay. Funny people's fine, but like yeah. they, they made a sequel to grown ups, so didn't they? There was yeah. no need for a sequel to that. Well, there kids we just, liked it. We got to a point oh, where goodness, yeah. it was like because Adam Sandler had a family finally, so he wanted to make things his kids could watch. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he wanted to like pursue more things with his own career so he but started doing stand-up hasn't he he's, again he's yeah. always done stand-up yeah but, he's, but um, he started up again there he's was doing he it like his one. special was pretty good actually yeah, he did that's a, what i seen it on it was just like music wasn't it mostly uh yeah so he does like uh musical comedies usually but uh he did a, he wrote a song tribute to chris farley actually it was weird because i was watching the special and he made a bunch of like fart joke songs and then he said, I'm going to get serious here. And he played a, a tribute to Chris Farley. And it was like two weeks after we watched Beverly Hills Ninja that I watched it. Weird. And I was crying, man. It was, it was rough. Because we were just talking about like how successful that dude probably would have been if, mm. if he was still here. If he could have got help. He was like Jack Black, pre-Jack Black. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like just watching Adam Sandler show pictures of them being friends and like talking about how bad his addiction was and like how sad everybody is that he's not there anymore. And just the way that he phrases it, I like I'm tearing up just thinking about yeah, it, man. It's a brutal. good tribute song. But uh, um, David Spade was very, very close with... Uh, with um, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. So, uh, I think this was probably his first movie where he was one of the leads. Um, there was one called Lost and Found that's pretty funny that they used to play on TV all the time that maybe we'll watch one day. But other than that, I think Joe Dirt is one of the first movies where David Spade was one of the lead Dickie roles. Roberts and was probably one of his well, most I, successful I mean, like, too. After after Chris Farley passed, I think this one was one of uh, yeah. his first ones, but. Yeah, um, did you ever have you seen uh Tommy Boy? No. With Chris Farley? I have not, no. no he hasn't. It's on it's in the bucket because he one. hasn't seen it. Um so this was also this was written by David Spade and a gentleman named Fred Wolf. I don't know much about his credentials, but um so Kyle, let me ask you this question. Have you seen this movie before? Yep. And when was the last time? Hmm. It's been a couple years. Like really? Four or five. That's probably good then. A little bit of distance in between. Um, I watched it last summer. So, um, Patrick, have you seen this movie? No, I've never even heard of it before you guys talk about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, well, it's 2001, so there's, there's enough time. There's a to... sequel, but we're not going to talk about it. There's not a sequel. That's not I, I always forget that you guys are fucking old. <laughs> what? So you've probably seen movies before I did. He's younger than you. you. How old are you? How old are you? 25. Same. How old are you? You're um, like 32, right? Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you think you'll like this movie? Yeah, probably. I've had a beer. I haven't had much to eat today, so I'm already feeling pretty good. <laughs> what do you think you'll rate it out of five? Just based off of um, just, the, just the movie cover there. I don't know. He's a weirdly good looking chap, isn't he? Check out that mullet, though. That... I mean, my hair's not far off that, you know. I've got, I've <laughs> got, got the front back going up. on already, but yeah. The, uh, the, Actually, yeah, it's. You know? I've got like the, the quiff. You thing know what? You can't get the sideburns, though. That's we'll, we'll put some oh, yeah, extensions no, in the back of your hair and you can be Joe Dirt for Halloween. Oh, that'd be sick. I would. What, if I he would hates the movie. If he hates the movie, that would be the best Halloween costume. I would <laughs> rock the fuck out of that outfit, to be fair. Uh, Kyle, do you think you'll watch it after revisiting it or you'll like it after revisiting it? Yeah. What do you think you'll rate it? Because you said it was like one of your all-time it's, favorite movies. On it, like, it's 
It's a, it'll be a five for me. I'm, I'm pretty sure still five out of five. Let, let me ask you guys this. Cause I've never actually asked you this either, Patrick. Um, what would you say would be like your top five movies? Like ever, if you could pick five, that's something you can't just ask someone on the spot. Well, I feel like it's something most people think about. No. Well, I'm, <laughs> if I watch a movie, it very much depends what kind of mood I'm in. And yeah. also very importantly, what food I have. Right. I, I rarely will watch a movie without having an obscene amount of food in front of yeah, me. Yeah, you're a snacker. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll make some sandwiches then. And you can sandwich. have some sandwiches. I'm fucking game for a sandwich. I could always go for a sandwich. Yeah, like maybe we'll fuck food. with some sandwiches and, and do apart, that. apart from cereal, sandwiches are my go-to, man. All right. I'll give you uh, uh, some of mine then uh, so you guys can can think about your movies and maybe can i can i just guess that three or two out of five, i'll give you i'll give you two six out of movies. five are going to be horror movies six movies um no huh. wait yes <laughs> go on then. uh the thing john carpenter's the thing mm-hmm. uh have you guys seen that one yeah uh i don't know if he'd like it though i don't know if kyle would like it if he's never seen gross. it before it, it's gross and it's also very old yeah. It's like, but they they use practical effects for it. And I it have did a hard time really watching fucking good he, he, because he, they use practical effects. It looked he, really good. But Kyle does have a hard time watching. I think horror movies in general usually, because there was a while there like, where I brought Bunch I like, over to your I house. I like and, Stephen King movies uh, mostly. Is like, have you seen Thinner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, it's not one of his not one of his better. We're gonna I don't watch. Know why they want, made that out of all his books into a movie? <laughs> so bad i couldn't take my eyes off it though the whole, or the whole way through i could not <laughs> stop watching it for the life of me right the fucking indian chief comes up to him and says oh you can't build there and he goes fuck you basically and then just starts getting really thin right and that's the movie and it's <laughs> awful <laughs> all right <laughs> go oh, on uh, have you guys seen the movie overlord that came out like no, in the well, me and Raph were gonna go watch that, but they fucking took it out of the cinema really quick, didn't they? It it's, was only there for like a maybe. Week. Maybe we'll do that for the podcast then, because it's it's one of those movies I went into with very like minimal expectations. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a and it blew big my budget dick off. horror movie, right? Yeah, but it's got like it's got so many aspects to it. Like I said, it hits like yeah, those it, it three things for me. Like a third of the way through, it it hits those three things for me, and then it also has just like gratuitous violence and stuff. Yeah. Like, let me has... know what day that we do that because I will need some fucking munch. Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get some munchies and stuff. All you can think about is food I was right Kyle, now. not now, man. I was actually <laughs> thinking about ordering a pizza here, but I didn't know how many people were coming, so I didn't order anything. Yeah, I don't know. I you only I... need one person for a pizza. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, a couple pizzas I meant, so I didn't want to order, but right. uh, so the <laughs> grind is up there for me. Joe Dirt is up there for me. The Wedding Singer. I haven't seen The Wedding Singer. That's a really good one. That's one that we'll that's, have to. That's probably, I would say, Adam Sandler's best movie because he plays a different character than all of his other movies in that one. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you a hint here. What my last favorite movie, it, it, like <laughs> very loosely saying favorite, uh, is one that we watched for the podcast. Uh, Was I here? Um, no. Ah, oh, fuck, fuck. Uh, uh, the one with Jackie Chan and. Uh, Drunken Master. No, thank fuck. God, I was about to walk out. No, um, well then it's obviously um, Bulls of Fury, right? No, it's Miami Connection. <laughs> no joke. I had so much fun watching that movie with you guys that I think it's up there for one of my favorite movies. That was an adventure. And I think well, I, I was I was hoping you were going to guess the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> Oh, that, <laughs> but it's people need to watch that movie because it's something you'll never forget. So I'm thinking for the one year anniversary of this show, uh, we should definitely have Kyle and Shane back and rewatch Miami oh, yeah. Connection. Without a doubt. Um, okay, so that, that's pretty much all we're going to talk about for pre-show. We're actually this is like the longest pre-show. We've yeah, had. man. For that's, sure. that's good though. I think it's good when we actually like talk about movies and stuff a bit more. It makes yeah. the podcast more interesting than just jumping into the movie. I like when we can take our time and actually have conversations and it's yeah. not like I have to be out of here in two hours and the movie's an hour long. Yeah, no. 
Uh, Raph's going to be here soon, I think. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess that's it for Joe Dirt. Um, and we'll go into this with uh, a, mo- a motto for you, Patrick, to keep in mind. Life's a garden. Dig it. Dig it. Did you both have to make eye contact with me while you said it? I didn't feel like that was necessary. Still making eye contact. Dig it. If you don't hear from me, I've been sexually assaulted by two relatives. I'm Joe Dirt! Boy's got something to say to me. Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? What's going on out of here? You gotta keep it down. Life with Kenny. It's on the air. We are back, and Patrick has finally got to experience the... Uh, I don't know whether Saga to say... Dirty, do- dirty Joe. I don't know whether to say wonderful or miserable life of Joe Dirt, but... Yeah, it was, uh, there was some mixed emotions in there. It's a story. So, um... Let's ask you these questions first, and then we'll dive into this movie a little bit. Uh, Kyle, I'll ask you first. Do you regret watching this movie? Nope. What would you rate it, a one to five? Still a five. Patrick, do you regret watching this movie? (laughs) No, I don't regret watching it. What would you rate this, one to five? This is the part that I'm interested in. (laughs) Because I can tell you were having a lot of inner turmoil. No, no, no. I, I would say a four out of five. Okay. I, I It was lower, but then I realized that the terrible, terrible acting was all on purpose. Right. And then I was like, oh, I see. You got it. Yeah. It like clicked for you. Yeah. But <clears throat> it, it, was, it was funny as fuck, to be fair. So what would be a five for you? You better not fucking say Balls of Fury. (laughs) That movie's like 10 times worse than this movie was. For a comedy to be a five, I I like for there to be stuff where... Like, do you you have a movie for an example? You know when you start laughing? Yeah. And then you remember it like five minutes later and you keep laughing and you just like start tearing up because you are fucking creasing. Kind of like Gert Beef Robe. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're uh, yeah. eating ketchup off of a frozen chunk of spaceship. Like, for it to be a five out of five, there's got to be something that makes me fucking die. Right. Okay, so what would be a five out of five for you? I don't think I've, I've, I've seen many five out of five comedies ever. Okay, what in general would be a five out of five for you? He just said. Yeah, I think I just <laughs> described it pretty well. No, I mean, like, uh, what movie? Like, do you have one movie that you could use for an example? No, I, I, I don't think I've seen a comedy movie. No, no, any movie in general. Like, it doesn't have to be a comedy. Any movie, period, that's a five out of five to you. Um, probably 28 Days Later. Really? Yeah. That film <clears throat> fucking terrified me. I'm going to reserve all of all opinions on my end because we might watch it one day for the podcast. Fair. But I'm surprised that that's a 5 out of 5. I've never seen it. Yeah, I watched it when I was quite young and it it fucking stuck with me for a long time. Didn't you give like Dawn of the Dead a pretty high rating? Like a, Yeah, that was more for the nostalgia, if anything. Hmm. Okay, so four out of five for Joe Dirt. That's not a bad score, but I'm kind of surprised it's not higher because, like, this movie has everything. Yeah, no. For me, for me, a lot of, like, watching it now compared to before, um, there is parts that I thought were way funnier when I was growing up watching yeah. this. Uh, they're still funny, but I didn't laugh as hard as I did back then. But you've, the reason, you've also seen it a hundred times. Yeah, but but the thing is, is like I I can picture every single part of this movie in my head. So as soon as a scene is starting, mm. I'm already giggling because I know what's going if I going was to happen. Sixteen, right. I would have been fucking creasing through most of that. I think. Right. Because like a lot of it little, was a little. lot of it was quite slapstick. Like it was just David Spade getting hurt by various things, you know, <laughs> which is fine. Like there's some joy to be had in that, but I don't find it funny. I found the old woman casually saying that she killed her husband as a throwaway line quite funny. Yeah, 
you know that kind of shit where it like it doesn't focus on the comedy yeah there, there's lots of little things sprinkled yeah, in that I, movie i like the stuff that happens and then moves past it real quick and you sat there during the next scene like whoa fucking wait a second what'd I think, you say i think the part that you laughed the most at was the little boy saying uh you should see my girlfriend you it was it was yourself. that and the uh the bomb oh yeah that fucking yeah I, you know what? I forgot about the bomb part, actually. That was fucking brilliant. There, that's the thing, is this movie, there's so many things that happen, it's almost too many things for some people. Like, yeah. within the first five minutes, so much shit happens Yeah, that it's hard to, like, keep track of it, but that's the thing. Like, I've watched this movie so many times, I know the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, it's... <clears throat> it's funny because like little things like uh the whenever somebody like disses him instead of being like real timid he automatically goes on the offensive and he starts patting his muscles <laughs> yeah. and he goes is this queer are these queer <laughs> and that's like one thing to me that just like anytime i'm in a moment in life where somebody tries to fight me like this movie's had this impact on me that the first thing I'll think of is doing that and reenacting that to them. <laughs> because, like, uh, how would they take you seriously if you just started doing that? That's true. I think a better tactic is just to get your penis out. Yeah. If you were mugging a guy and all you were after was his phone and his wallet and he gets his dick out, you're probably going to turn around pretty quick. Unless you're looking for a good time, I guess. Because if you try swinging at me with a knife, I will start humping your leg. <laughs> That's fair. You like know. he'll finish when he's done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'd be fucking out of there. Kyle brought the fucking knife out again. <laughs> uh, okay, let me ask you. So, let me ask you to try and do something for me here, Patrick. Go. Um, can you try and summarize this movie? <laughs> I will do when the uh, the water stops running away down the drain. That's the waterfall. Fine. Hang on. Yeah, you should probably get rid of some of these water features in the basement. It's not very safe at yeah, all. Yeah, Don't get tire. rid of get rid of everything that's in the place it's supposed to be. You know, <laughs> the fucking pipes. You need get a rid new of place those. To record. Yeah. <laughs> um, summarize this movie. Holy fuck. Um. He's out of it. Right. I'm going to try okay. and write something. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can you try and write do it. Thing. Do you want me to pause it so you can do that? Or no, 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 no. You keep going. Just come back yeah. to me. I'll tell you what the actual summary is. The actual summary is after being abandoned by his parents at the Grand Canyon, Joe Dirt tells the story of his journey to find his parents. Oh, I found the summary for uh, American Psycho. It was one <laughs> line and it was the prequel to Batman that no one should watch. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's basically Batman Begins, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. So. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so the ratings for this movie, it got 11 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 86 percent of Google users liked this movie. Do you think that's like a fair rating, Patrick? Yeah. 11 percent. What on? Rotten Tomatoes? No, Rotten I think that website's a garbage. bunch of shit. I, uh, that's Rotten literally, Tomatoes is garbage. Yeah, that is literally a website for people like Matey that describes socialism in Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, that's you, all that's for. If you're if you're watching like a, a Shakespeare movie or something, you go look at yeah the Rotten Tomatoes. You know, if you're watching Gandhi, <laughs> you ever seen Gandhi? It's fucking long, man. I had to watch it in a religious education at Gandhi? school, and it was yeah. Is, is that about your hot mother? My hot mother. Yeah. Can you explain to me very, very briefly how you managed to get to that conclusion? Well, what was his first name? <sighs> God, you're what was his first, what moron. was his first name? I'm not name. saying it. I'm not giving you the satisfaction. <laughs> fucking move on. Kyle doesn't know. Can you tell him what, what his first name was? Kyle, you don't need to know this. I'm just thinking that this is a really shitty joke. It is. It is a shit joke, which is why I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of saying it. All right. Well, let's moving continue. on. <laughs> uh, so this movie was rated PG-13. Uh, not surprisingly, uh, it had a budget of 16 million. Wow. Uh, which you can see it. Like there's so many things in this movie. I guess so. When was it made? Locations. 2001. Oof, yeah, uh, and it made 31 million in the box office, and that's USD. So, 
That's uh, a lot of money. Uh, I'm going to read the post-show reviews now. This one is from Isotope2112, which means that Isotope2111 was already taken. <laughs> oh, you are just on are fucking you gonna fire. Are going to quit with that joke anytime soon? <laughs> no, Jesus man, that's my... Christ. That's There's going to be a now. day that you forget it, and it's going to be the best day of my fucking life. That's the only... <laughs> and then you're going to see it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not going to be able to get past it. <laughs> that's the only joke I look forward to every week, so just let me be. He looks for the reviews see, with yeah. people with numbers in their names, that's like, it. Because we don't really listen back to these, because we fucking do them, I guarantee that he just ends the podcast there. Yeah, 100%. The, the last 12 episodes of him I just got like, it I guess it was already taken. And anyways. <laughs> uh, so this one was written on June uh, 6, 2002. It's a 1 out of 10. The tagline is, please make it stop. <laughs> I would rather be defiled by a syphilitic chimpanzee than be forced to watch this movie again. I thought David Spade in a mullet wig could carry this movie. I was wrong. Nothing could make up for the lack of funny jokes and terrible acting by someone or by everyone in this film. This is why all SNL alumni, except Sandler, Aykroyd, and Murray, should be disallowed from making movies. <sighs> Syphilitic chimpanzee. Is that a little harsh? <laughs> I know. I feel the like the words they use to describe stuff in yeah, it's people basically trying to show off their vocabulary. Yeah, right. But for some reason, they're the only two big words that he knows: syphilitic and chimpanzee. <laughs> can can you even get syphilis as a chimpanzee? Well, isn't that how AIDS started? Somebody fucked a monkey and they I got AIDS. I somehow think that's a rumor. I'm pretty sure that's a rumor. I'm There's pretty no sure. way. So somewhere out there, you're telling me there is a bloke. Oh, 100%. Who initially fucked a monkey and is now sat there like, fuck, I hope no one finds out that I created AIDS. Right? And that's why it was big in the homosexual community is because <laughs> that dude also went on to fuck a dude. <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I don't think any of this is true. <laughs> I think what actually happened was um, the, uh, it was like a bunch of rich guys ate the brains of a monkey. Uh, it was like one of those like rich people like get togethers and the brains were infected with AIDS, like the blood or whatever, the brain matter, the tissue, and then that transferred to the I humans. I prefer and, the other story. Um, yeah. But Fuck I've heard me. both. Probably both fake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Someone's done one or the other for sure. <laughs> well, I'm not saying people haven't done it, but I don't think that's where AIDS came from. Right, Anyways. Right. Came from space. <laughs> uh, so this next review, uh, all these reviews are from the IMDB user reviews. I use the user reviews because the critic reviews are usually too stuffy. Yeah. yeah. I don't like critic reviews normally. Although um, this is one of Roger Ebert's most hated movies he's ever watched, who is like a famous critic. Um, I read somewhere where he, I, I read his review earlier and I wondered if it was worth reading on air. Um, it wasn't, it was a lot of shit that made no sense. Like one of his arguments was, uh, at some point in the movie, Joe Dirt, uh, gets human feces splattered onto him. And unlike most people who would move away from it, he doesn't. And while I was watching the movie, I'm like, he's literally duct taped to the shit dispenser. There's yeah. no yeah. way he can move away from it. Um, so, you know, it just goes to show critics are fucking idiots. Um, rest in, rest in peace, I guess. I was going to say rest in hell, but, uh, no, not professionally. Oh, right on. Uh, we're just friends that talk about shit. Uh, funny man with two N's, uh, wrote this review. One N was taken. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, this review was written in October, 2001. It's a five out of 10. Uh, it goes, Joe Dirt is a subpar entry in the idiot loser makes good genre. Is that an actual genre? Idiot loser makes good genre of movies made by Adam Sandler. Did I mention this, if this was made by Happy Madison or not? You Um, said you thought it was. It is, yeah. I saw it on the back of the thing. Okay. Um, so this guy goes on to say... Uh, it's in the genre of movies made by Sandler, Schneider, now Al. I don't know who Al is. Uh, 
Idiot Loser makes good can be very funny when it's done well, but here it ain't. The big problem is that David Spade has miscast himself. I don't know how, as co-creator of this film, he failed to see how wrong he is for the title role. His main strength as a comic is caustic condescension, but he's on the wrong end of it here. Spade is at his funniest when he is picking on the pathetic losers, not portraying one. The best joke in the film is a Silence of the Lambs takeoff. The bit caught me completely off guard and made me laugh very hard because Joe Dirt, shall we say, doesn't quite grasp the magnitude of his predicament. And because the joke surprised me, I temporarily forgot that Spade is too smart to be that stupid. The rest of the time, I didn't forget, and that's what dragged down the movie. Oh well, at least it's harmless. Um... I don't know, man. I think David Spade was perfect for that role. I don't think anybody else could pull off Joe yeah, Dirt. No, he he somehow made bad acting look good. Because uh, after a while, it didn't really seem like he was acting. It was like they were genuinely interviewing this fucking weirdo. Right. Yeah, I don't know, I man. Liked. I I think I don't know. How do you feel about Joe Dirt as a character, Kyle? Because <clears throat> there was there was a sequel made. I do see what that person's saying um, about, like, it, it could have been a different actor doing it just because of some of the acting, like, especially in the scene where uh, Robbie's telling Joe Dirt and, uh, like, uh, no Robbie's, one wants him around. Robbie's Kid Rock's character. Yeah. And saying uh, nobody wants you around and then, like, says, like, are you crying, boy, and stuff like that. That was an emotional scene yeah, for me. But, but yeah, you can, but all I he could wasn't, think about he w- was Kid Rock saying that no one wanted Joe Dirt around. <laughs> right. And I was like, well, that's kind of rich. Right. But the thing with that, like, watching that part, um, he he's not an actor that can play, like, a sad person to me you know it, yeah. it didn't work there all of the goofy things of like always getting picked on things like that where he has that comeback kind yeah. of thing like kenny was saying earlier <laughs> he's always got that comeback for when he's getting picked on that part was didn't the, work for him what was the one on the train tracks where he's like why don't you go over there and practice falling down i'll be right over <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's so like, like so many good ones <laughs> i love where he's like okay. there's that one part where he's like you're done with that apple core and the guy goes i'm done with that fart you can eat that <laughs> <laughs> right i have a summary okay let's hear your summary and then it's, i'll read the last review. relatively short but a deformed orphan with a small woodland animal burned into his skull searches for his parents across america what follows is a harrowing tale of physical and mental abuse with a dash of incest and a sprinkle of feces <laughs> A sprinkle. <laughs> You're quick at writing those. That was pretty good. Yeah. You're good at those, man. I'm good. I gotta give you props for that. See, uh, you should be you should be a Google review person. You you have a lot more. Yeah, I'd love to be, but then three them. pricks might start talking about me on a podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, if you go Just ahead, don't and use give... numbers for your name, and we won't. <laughs> I mean, if you go ahead and give movies like Grind and Joe Dirt a four out of five, then maybe he's gonna touch. make an account that's just like one, two, four, <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> and then just make fun of every movie in the bucket. Jesus, oh man, one, two, four. Uh, this one's by K Dog Owns with a Z from January 2007. Uh, it's a 10 out of 10. One of the best comedies I have ever seen is the tagline. Joe Dirt, played perfectly by David Spade, has to be one of the best comedies I've seen in the last 20 years. While the plot may be far fetched, this movie does stick to it and set, sets it up perfectly. I sound like Robbie reading that note. Yeah. <laughs> Dear. Joe, (laughs) do not tail. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Alongside Spade, Dennis Miller, uh, which I believe, wait, Dennis Miller, I believe is the radio, the guy who played the radio host. So just for future reference, if you hear Dennis Miller, I'm referring to the radio host. Gotcha. Alongside Spade, Dennis Miller's cheap jabs at dirt are absolutely priceless. His encounter with Miller sets up the whole premise for the movie, and the story begins. It takes you through different experiences Dirt has had from the time he lost his parents at the Grand Canyon all the way to the present. Christopher Walken also makes a great appearance in the movie, which is funny because this person wrote Christopher Walker. Uh, Did you know he killed someone and got away with it? Well, Christopher Walken. Yeah. 
Yeah, I heard about that. Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood. I think that was in one of our first episodes. I yeah. made a comment about it. Allegedly. Um, so <laughs> I think you said that a bunch yeah. as well. Uh, if you like movies such as Dodgeball, Old School, Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, Jane Silent Bob, Straight Back, etc., you will love this one. You have to judge this movie on what it is aimed to do, and that is tell a story of perseverance from, Jer- from Joe Dirt who gets picked on throughout life and keeps a good attitude, which is a welcomed message. And first and foremost, the movie is made to keep you smiling throughout. And for that, it accomplished the goal of perfection, 10 out of 10. Um, I mean, it is pretty inspiring. Uh, you're you're going to live the rest of your life. You know, whenever times are tough, you just have to think to yourself, life's a garden. Dig it. What What's the other crazy always says? <laughs> you got to keep on keeping yeah, on. keep on. Keeping on. All right. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> Fucking worthless. All right, let me get some trivia out of the way, and then we can talk about what you liked and didn't like about the movie here, Patrick. Gotcha. Because uh, I know... I, well, I know you liked everything about it, but maybe there's something you didn't like. Let's see. Uh, list of names Joe Dirt reads on the tour bus are the same as the one Ben Stein reads uh, for the attendance in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So Wait, where, he, where he's like, Anders, Asnath, oh. Ass. <laughs> uh, it's from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, so they probably just did that as like an homage. Uh, in the scene where the hot air balloon comes down near the oil derrick, a sign with Scotch oil on it is seen. Scotch oil was the name of David Spade's friend Chris Farley's family uh, oil business in Wisconsin. Or as Wisconsin people say, Wisconsin. I don't think that's true. Yeah, no. But yeah, <laughs> I, I can't true. tell it's if you're trivia. just trying to trick it's us trivia. with facts. It's Wisconsin. And age was also from a guy fucking a monkey. I mean, if it's so in the if it's in the trivia section, it's the more uh, you know, I guess. Yeah, and uh, how, Christopher how Walken, who played Clem, killed Natalie Wood <laughs> in the seventies. So we're uh, an educational podcast now. Only the trivia section, but outside of trivia, that that section's just a, alleged. <laughs> Fucking hell, oh, this is a nice piece of trivia. Uh, R. Kelly had sex with many underage girls. Um, Heard about that. That shit's mad, man. <laughs> Allegedly. He's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> we'll talk about that on uh, Life Legends. All so right. we'll get back right. to this. Uh, Clem, Christopher Walken's character, his last identity in the witness protection is Gert B. Frobe. Uh, Gert Frobe is a German actor who played the iconic villain uh, Goldfinger. In 1964's James Bond. Uh, it's Gert Beef Robe, not Gert, Gert Beef Robe. Yeah, so that's the thing is, for I my like whole life, I thought robe. it was like yogurt, beef, robe. Gert Beef Robe. That's what I always thought it was. Did you know it was Gert Beef Robe? Yeah. You did? Well, whatever. Uh, Roseanne Barr and Gary Busey were originally cast as Joe Dirt's parents. However, Roseanne mysteriously quit the project one day after creating months of delay, re-editing, and reshoots. So She's probably di- out being racist. <laughs> so director Denny Gordon allegedly <laughs> decided to reshoot the scene with Caroline, Aaron, and Fred Ward. Um, the hardtop that Joe Dirt drove throughout most of the movie is a replica of what car, Kyle? The Roadrunner? Or uh, the hardtop, a Daytona? What year? Or Superbird, 69. Ooh, 1969 Dodge Daytona. Nice And one. actually, the car in the movie, here's a little fun fact for you, is actually made to look like a piece of shit. It was actually a 100% ground-up restoration of this purple, plum crazy purple 69 uh, Roadrunner with white interior. The, the seats that he's sitting on that are like sheepskin seats and stuff, it's actually just seat covers. They're actually 100% like restored seats under there. And they took the door panels off so it looked more like shit. And they, like, broke the lights and cranked hat one of them half down and, made like, painted it so it looked How like do you it was know all this? different. I did research on it. <laughs> you must really like this movie. Yeah, man. Holy I shit. I like the car. <laughs> uh, a limited production of the car uh, built for only one year during the muscle car era of the late 60s and early 70s was the 1969 Dodge Daytona. Only 503 of the yeah. real Daytona. And also were built. A, and 69 uh, Super Bird. 
which was the Plymouth version. Um, Dirt's character was loosely based on David Spade's childhood friend, Ryan Taylor. Various VHS titles had a preview for this movie entitled it The Adventures of Joe Dirt. Do you think that would have been like as appealing of a title, Adventures of Joe no, Dirt? I feel like Joe Dirt just does the job. Why, why is it so hard to say anything else after you say Joe Dirt? Because so far, every single one of us that said Joe Dirt, if we're not thinking about it, we always mess up the following word. You said Joe Dirt earlier on. You tried to say something with an F at the start, and it was just complete fucking shambles. All right, don't talk about it. We'll see what happens. All right. Because I, I just did it as well. I said Joe Dirt. It I, I don't was know not the I've, right word. I don't know if I've done that yet, but... All right, big balls. <laughs> Each time Robbie... Kid Rock, uh, Kid Rock's character gets dust in Joe's face with his car. The song "You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet" is played. <laughs> this happens three times in the movie. That was good. I did like that. I like how the second time you looked at me, you were like, "Is this the same fucking song?" <laughs> After and like every 10 time years. he rolls up, he always comes sliding in. Hey? <laughs> it's like it's like he just had the one eight track, yeah. and it was like stuck in there. Stuck on it. Uh, this will be the last one. There's there's more. If you want to read about it, you go look them up on the IMDb trivia. Um, during the scene where Joe Dirt first returns home as an adult, Blake Clark makes an appearance uh, cameo as his character from The Water Boy. Um, Blake Clark is the, the guy who has wonderful life advice. Patrick, if you can decode this for me. I think it's British. Mm. Oh, and where you make it? <laughs> that was quite good. That was quite good. And yes, I do like to see homos naked. So. <laughs> Which I have to say is like one of the funniest jokes ever still. To yeah, me. man. That was like, it's that just so funny. Non. <laughs> that don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's talk about Joe Dirt here then. Um, so your first experience with Joe Dirt here, Patrick. There's there's a few moments we talked about already that you liked. Um, let's just get it out of the way. What did you not like about this movie? Because the soundtrack was banging. Soundtrack was real good. It, it was really okay. So that soundtrack, I was thinking about it because we talked about how great it was. It is really good, but you only do you like classic rock though? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, all of the music was good, but it's so weird when you're when I'm listening to the sound like the music in the movie is I know like all those songs and every time that they're playing, it's like the only song that like really played the lyrics and stuff was when fucking Robbie yeah, came flying in. That's true. It was Everything always else. like just the sick guitar the riff from To the be songs. fair though, they always have like that period of music. Every single song had the most incredible fucking intro. Or, right. Like, and like sick riffs. Yeah, or, man. You know? Yeah. Like they, they played just so beefy from the start. They yeah. played, um, what are some of the bangers? Jailbreak by Thin, Thin Lizzy, I think. You know what? I, I knew most of the songs, but I couldn't tell you a single yeah. name of them. Yeah. Lots of them are like radio songs. Mm. That one I told you to put on your playlist is Burning For You by Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Oh, I love it's Blue Oyster Cult, man. Banging yeah. track. Well, I say I love. I know like two songs. Yeah, there's Leonard yeah. Skinner. There's like <laughs> you can oh, buy their T-shirt now. You know <laughs> yeah. what I found funny is like, ACDC will do an entire soundtrack for Maximum Overdrive and Iron Man. Yeah, but Joe Dirt wears an ACDC shirt in this, and he says ACDC is one of his favorite bands, and not one ACDC yeah. song, mm. which yeah, is kind of weird. Spooked. I also noticed in his his boiler room room. He had three Def Leppard posters throughout it. Yeah. Also, is it insinuated that like when he turns the light off and he's holding the pictures that he's going to go fap to those pictures? I'm pretty sure I you can so, yeah. just assume that, yeah. I don't think I ever thought about that until this watch yeah. through. Well, he kind of had like a grin on his face like everyone does just before fap. <laughs> right, just but wouldn't you need the light on to see the pictures? No, you get it in your memory. Yeah, you just you burn it in. So why is he still off? holding the pictures? Because then when you finish, you can't see your shame. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it actually was. It's I a think good, good tip of advice for I think that your, I think that life, part, life's a garden. Dig it, catchphrase. Yeah. I think that part in the movie was just supposed to be like sentimental shit. I don't right. think it was supposed to be 
See, that's what I was wondering is like just the way that he did it. I thought it was like so strange that I'd never thought of it before. It's like American Psycho, man. You make it what you want it to be. It's also weird that he had so (laughs) many encounters with women in this movie and only put moves on one that he thought was his sister. And he like made out with some random oil rig pig. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of weird. But he had the utmost respect for Brandy. Yeah, no, he he hit on like every girl, Kenny. Did he? Yeah, I can see down your shirt. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He, he hit also on every, got that girl the flash. He hit but, on every girl except Brandy. But he like, why not, not Brandy? Which is, yeah, I don't know. Even from the get go, though, when she rolled up to the porch, he was like more stoked to hang out with the dog. Well, I would be as well, to be fair. Dog was cute, man. Yeah. How do you feel about that scene where where she's like? A fork? He's like, no, dang. <laughs> that was brutal, dude. She comes out with the fucking scissors. Oh, yeah, the fucking uh, garden shears. <laughs> and now, after I watched Club Dread, when she came out with those shears and she, like, did that, I was like, fuck, man, just brought me right back to Club Dread. <laughs> and you hated that movie. Yeah, I did. I hated that movie. <laughs> just dead fucking serious. Um, what, what else did you... Uh, did you think about the movie there? Uh, we were talking about things that you didn't really... Yeah, there wasn't anything that I didn't particularly like. Right. I just, there, there wasn't quite enough there for me to give it a five, you know? It, it was... Just but, in the regards that you don't feel like you were, like, gut laughing enough, or... Well, like, I was laughing. A lot of it was, like, chuckles at most, though. Right. Apart from the bit with the bomb that did just it was that real sharp edit to a straight nuclear explosion that just fucking caught me <laughs> off guard and i was creasing it, it it was just like it was so fast it happened so quick you See, know i i like i think about it too like watching patrick watch this movie as creepy as that sounds um, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we talked it up so much and he's there watching it i feel like he's like he's trying to f- like catch every bit of the movie rather than if he was just sitting at home and decided to watch this movie, he probably would have thought it was a lot funnier. I don't think so. Maybe. I'm, I, I kind of, if I know that you guys have seen it and I know that you guys have enjoyed it a lot, I'll be looking for the stuff that you enjoyed. Yeah. Like the, like the little throwaway bits that you might not notice usually. Right. Like the wood chipper one. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I think I, I caught a lot of them. I don't think I, I missed much stuff, but. It's one of those movies where literally every single time you'll watch it, you'll find something else that's like funny. Like the one throwaway line where uh, like little baby Joe gets out of the trash can and he goes, look, dad, it's the good stuff. None of that pussy ass skull. <laughs> like little lines like that is just like, oh, that's so fucking white trash that he's excited he found something other than skull. Yeah. Like it's just little things like that are just so entertaining about this movie. It's, okay. It's so weird though when I like watching it. Knowing all the words to this movie and everything, the amount of times in my 25 years of existence <laughs> that I've quoted parts from this movie is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. And I'm not white trash. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're not in many settings where that... that no, doesn't, handy, it, where, I mean, I've got one of these in me, so am I now yeah. white trash? Yeah, Paps Blue Ribbon, man. Yeah, I've, ha- I've, I've had made one an appearance. of those, so... It was funny because we were talking about how you needed to wear one of those ribbed, shitty white tank tops, and that's mm. what his dad was wearing too. Yeah, man. Just the greasy, off-white tank. Looking fresh. Um, to beat up the wife. So so do you, what would you say is like your favorite parts of this movie? J- like in general, not really like... Because we know the atom bomb one had you laughing pretty oh, yeah, hard. That had me good. Um, the kid. Um, saying you should see my girlfriend, you fucking shit your pants. Yeah, that was that was brilliant. You fucking I, do not expect that to come from a kid. How character. how did you react to the "I'm your sister" part? Because I was I was oh, getting the pizza when that happened, that and was, I didn't I wasn't around to see your reaction. That was funny was when they he revealed that she wasn't his sister, and then they tried again, and it wasn't very good. And then he just added that bit in at the end. Yeah, that was, oh, that was you're funny. my sister. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, man. Um, 
What about you, Kyle? Is there anything that like really stands out to you this time around watching it that like you haven't caught on previous watches or you're pretty much in there? I read uh, somewhere, actually, real quick, I read somewhere that Joe, uh, David Spade, sorry, not Joe Dirt. He's always <laughs> Joe Dirt to me. That's the issue. Uh, he actually performed the quote-unquote stunts inside of the alligator's mouth as well, like where it was like oh, flipping right. him around and shit. shit. Which I thought was pretty impressive when I was watching it this time. I was around. thinking that too when I watched it. I was like, I wonder who did who does his stunts because when that was happening, I was like, like whoever's doing his stunts has like the exact same body build as him and everything. Like I was like, yeah, that's pretty, pretty. You could see his face through most of it as well. Yeah, I think. yeah. So that's that's kind of cool to know. Yeah, it's I don't know, Joe Dirt. Would you recommend this movie to people, Patrick? Um, I would recommend it if you've had at least two beers yeah because then you would find it a five out of five straight away yeah i I think it's i'd be fucking howling if i was a bit tipsy i was thinking about this actually was uh is this like a movie that if you've never seen it before and it was on tv and it's halfway through you could just hop into and make sense easily yeah i mean it is melissa came back that's what i was thinking enjoyed it yeah but just because the story is so convoluted and it jumps to so many places and there's so many references to other things Mm. that if you jumped in at any time you might be kind of lost there's a lot that happens in this movie like a lot of scenes yeah there is a lot but I don't feel like the story is that important as such because it's still funny regardless. Right, yeah. Like the bit at the very end. If I if I had have started watching towards the end, right, and she was walking through the crowd towards him on the bridge and I just had that one guy say, let's, <laughs> let's hurt her. Let's hurt her. I'd have probably been laughing because I'm like, what? Who shouts that in a crowd? A woman they've never met before. Monsieur. Right. That's such like a Rob Schneider. That's a huge bitch scene too. Yeah. yeah. Let's hurt her. It's Brandy. It Let's pro- hurt that her. That probably was Rob Schneider that said that too. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would recommend this to people, but I don't know. It takes a very particular kind of sense of humor to actually enjoy this movie. Mm. Like if somebody's favorite movies were dramas or action movies or anything like that, I'd say, like, no. But if they told me that they liked Adam Sandler movies or they were just into, like, um, dumb, uh, like, I guess, like, it would be considered frat boy humor, I'd maybe recommend it. But Yeah, kind of, I guess. But with it's, more, like, like they're to the... It's to a little this, bit more wholesome, it's too. It's yeah. intelligent frat boy humor. Yeah. It's, like, it's weird because there is a lot of heart to this movie. Yeah. I still feel like I've it, watched it, it, it so many a, times. Like, but it's funny and everything, and that's the thing. Like with the radio interviewer, he's making fun of him the whole time. Yeah, but and they, you feel bad for they him. They do. Too. Yeah, exactly. They make it a, a heartfelt story too. Okay. Well, that's all we got to say about the uh, saga of Dirty Joe, um, Patrick. Since your movie got vetoed by Kyle's veto because <laughs> we couldn't find it. We'll put Dog Soldiers on the back burner, but if you want, you can veto the movie again this week. Um, but if you want to roll the dice with the bucket first, we can do that as well. Kyle, you want to grab right. the bucket there? Okay. Well, we'll, you, we'll you, you roll the bucket. I'm going to try and find this Danny Dyer movie. You want to grab the bucket there? Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll add more. Um, there's quite a few that we've mentioned that we'll be adding, so we'll add more every week. And then, uh, yeah, Kyle's got some more that he brought that we'll throw in. There's already like a hundred movies <laughs> in here, so that's probably good for now. Doghouse, that's what it's called. Doghouse. Yeah. You know, if if Dog Soldiers, which is actually like <laughs> a pretty good, like pretty well renowned like cult film, is this difficult to find, I'm uh, I'm curious how easy Doghouse is going to be to find. <laughs> so, um, okay, we'll check this out, and then and then. If you want to roll the dice on this movie, then we can try and find Doghouse. But, yeah. Uh, I Saw the Devil. I Saw the Devil. What's that? Um, Okay. So, I Saw the Devil. If you want to grab it off the thing there. Uh, It's a... I believe it's a Korean action horror film. Okay. Uh, It might be a thriller. Um, I've never seen it. So I can't attest to it, but everybody I know who's seen it says it's batshit crazy. Um, it's pretty gory from what I hear. Um, it's 
similar to Taken, I think, in the f- fact that it's somebody searching for somebody. But uh, let's pass that. Looks to Patrick, like so. we need subtitles. Uh, there might be a need for subtitles. I don't know. Like it's I said, it, it doesn't come it, in the DVD box like a transcript. <laughs> right, but the it back's says, in English. So, Kenny, what page so, are we on? So it says uncut on the top. It says a masterpiece of its genre. You won't soon forget it from New York Post. And then it says, pray for revenge. Pray for revenge. Um, Bloody Disgusting says, absolutely fantastic. Damn. So it seems like a pretty brutal movie. Well, let's pass it to Patrick so you can take a look. And then you can decide if you want to watch I Saw the Devil or veto it for Doghouse. Because Doghouse, we can still throw in the bucket. We'll get to it eventually. Um, but this movie is one that honestly, like I bought, I bought this one. I, I spent money on it cause I heard good things. Damn. Um, but I have no idea if it's any good. So, um, depending on what Patrick decides, we might be watching. I saw the devil next week or Doghouse. We'll give him some time to think about it. Um, from the saga of Joe dirt, the dirty Joe, uh, keep this in mind. Life is a garden. Dig it. And also, fuck Judge Reinholds. Cause, <laughs> oh, hi, Vince. I mean, f- fuck that guy. Bye, Vince. Hey, Vince. Yeah, sorry, man. Get some sleep, bud. Hey, retard. You aren't worth it. Come yeah? on, let's go. Let's go. You are. I mean, you aren't worth it. I told them, Meteor, you had my back. You're cool. <laughs>